Welcome to the All Things Black Podcast with your host, Mr. Black Ovation. And it is new episode Wednesday. And I have what some would deem a pretty interesting topic for you today with a special guest. I have a Miss Michelle Tate on the phone with me today who runs a podcast. Well, a couple of them, I think. She'll straighten me out if I'm, if I'm incorrect anyway. <laughs> but I know she runs uh, Through the Looking Glass podcast, which is distributed just about on all the streaming platforms. And uh, she is in the mental health field. So I'm going to introduce her and let her tell a little bit more about who she is. And then we'll get into our subject. Michelle, can you come forward, ma'am, and introduce yourself to the audience? Absolutely. Hi, everybody. So like Daryl said, I'm Michelle. I run Relationships Through the Looking Glass. It's really based on a safe environment to have tough topic conversations on how we can unify our couples, our men and women in our culture to see each other as a team and working together and not the division that is really something running rampant within society today. I also have a side podcast called There's No Way I Signed Up For This. It's really a lot of tongue-in-cheek sarcasm. but if you want to laugh, you can check stuff out over on that end as well. I'm super excited to be here. I'm really ready to get going. And yeah, thanks for having me, Daryl. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Michelle has, has become one of my favorites. So I do love and enjoy listening to her podcast episodes. So here's the deal. We're going to do a little bit of housekeeping. And I just want to let the audience know that uh, I want to thank them in advance for listening to my episodes and supporting the show and one of the ways you can support the show is definitely donate I'm, i am uh, asking that now uh <laughs> so you can definitely donate to the show you can actually go to one of my podcast uh episodes share it you can like you can rate you can comment and you can uh, go to anchor if those of you that use anchor you can go to anchor and leave a voice message this information is necessary for me to help tailor the show to make it a little bit more palatable for you guys and nice and you know juicy for you guys if i can use that word as a guy <laughs> but uh but uh you know it, it really helps me with, uh, with uh, knowing what you guys like to listen to and stuff like that so absolutely go rate like share comment leave a voice uh, message on uh, anchor if you choose to do that and yes donate to the show but absolutely so uh michelle just introduced herself and I'm going to introduce the topic at this point. Now, this is going to be a free forum conversation. There's not going to be any questions or anything like that, but it is something that I have been thinking about. And I've been in plenty of spaces where this conversation has been had. And in some ways it's been very negative, And in some ways, some people have gotten something from it. But anyway, the topic of discussion is going to be who wins in the battle of the black sexes so i said black sexes specifically and the reason this question came about was because i am on clubhouse i do frequent a lot of the podcasting rooms and some other rooms but there has been a at a time where there was a heightened uh, level of going back and forth between black men and black women about who did what who's wrong where who won't take accountability yada 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 all that kind of stuff and it's kind of ridiculous to me so 
Michelle and I are just going to have a general conversation to try to find out, you know, who is really the winner in a situation like this. So uh, with that being said, Miss Michelle, I'm going to ask you just to start off. Who do you think literally wins in the battle of the black sexes? No pressure here. The, the whole whole responsibility of all mother kind of this planet is on my shoulders right with this. <laughs> and I think just for the sake of that, just for the sake of the black female as being the mother of humanity and the reason why people walk this planet should make us the winners. That's just out, out, out the box. You know, we have that DNA um, that's in us that we are able to create any race is in the black female. So I think the podcast is over. We win. Wow. <laughs> I'm just saying. Shortest wow. podcast in history. I'm wow. just saying. Oh, uh, unfortunately. But if not. you got something to come back for that, I'm ready. Unfortunately, not. It's not, it's not how it goes, but I, but I like I like to stab at it. I like to try. Um, so 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 it's interesting though. So I do love the fact that you did bring up you know the mother of civilization. We're talking about the black woman, and that that, that should be acknowledged. I do I do you know understand that. But and however, the battle of the sexes is not our battle. It is not a battle that was foundationally set up for black men and women. We just happen to be like a byproduct of that battle. The battle of the sexes came from a European idea or construct, especially with white women not really being heard, you know, in this country. This was a male dominated society or should I say specifically a white male dominated society. And they didn't let anybody in that specific circle, not even their own women. Which is why one of the reasons why you had, uh, you know, the women's right to vote and that kind of stuff. And that was primarily centered around, from my understanding, you know, more so white women than any than anybody else, you know, because you still got to understand, you know, we were still in bondage or slavery or some type of uh, underclass situation. You know, we weren't we weren't even acknowledged. So I think, you know, for the most part, I think that's a byproduct that we picked up from the battle of the sexes between white men and white women or European men and European women. So with that being said, I don't think there's a winner per se because we're fighting somebody else's battle instead of actually Ooh, fighting. You know, you what, know what? what do you think? That sounds like what a loser would say. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Uh, it, 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 we, we brought humanity and civilization to this planet. I hear what you're saying. We're really not a part of the battle. It, the battle wasn't meant for us. <laughs> but and I support that. I hear what you're saying, but I like to win. So when when you're saying, you know, so, there so is no winner. Is, so what she's saying is she just lost. But go ahead. <laughs> I understand the fact like this is not our fight. This is not our battle. And and I get that at a hundred percent. But here's the question then. Even though the battle was not meant for us, even though the playing field is not designed for us, we have been thrown into the ring. We have been thrown on the field. So don't if you're been if you're being thrown into that culture, you're in that society, you know, as a part of symbolism. Well, I'm not even gonna go I'm not even gonna go that word because I'm about to jack it up. <laughs> but as a part of just <laughs> as a part of just being a part of that culture, 
you have to play, right? You can't stay on the sidelines because the culture is not set up to allow that. You're kind of forced to interact. You're kind of forced to play if you want to be a part of where you're at. You know what I'm saying? Like in that bubble. bubble. Well, 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 I mean, I, I do understand that. And I think a lot of people, you know, subscribe to the idea that you have to play the game. But I don't think the game was even set up for us to even play it on the level that the game was originally set up to play. So again, we're getting residue. We're getting residue from the game itself. We're not getting the we're not getting the full on, you know, participation awards or whatever the case may be, and we're not getting the full benefit from it. That's the that's another thing. So we're fighting this battle thinking that we're gonna get some full the full benefits from it. And in fact we're not. So I think when you look at it with this battle that's that's occurring and it has been occurring there has been a lot of casualties and a lot of us are not looking at the casualties because we're looking at who's wants to or, you know who wants to win i want to be the winner of this one i want to be the one to be acknowledged that i took somebody my opponent down and when you look at it that way then we're always going to be combative towards each other and not really understand that you know we're are really a unit uh, and, and, and togetherness so but you know hey if, if you want to win you 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 know <laughs> go, go, oh, go, go ahead, go no, ahead no 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 <laughs> see I see I see what you did there I see what you did there so the, but then my question would be if, it, if it, the battle's not meant for us it wasn't set up for us but like you said you were in these rooms and you're still you're seeing it happen so what do you do with that? So you could say, okay, guys, we're not in this fight. Let's take our toys and go home. But that's not what's happening. And and being able to have a conversation or these conversations, like, you know, that's a whole basis of my podcast as well as unity. But there's so much going on opposite of that. How do you turn the Titanic around? You know what I'm saying? Like, we are so far down the world. We are so far down the track field. How do you turn that around? I mean that's actually an excellent question uh, to be to be quite honest. In, in my humble opinion and perspective, I think one of the things we have to do is relinquish that idea. We have to relinquish the education. Now, I know that might be hard for a lot of us to do because it's like, man, I've built my whole life or my career based on the level of education that I've obtained. And this is what I want to be called by. This is what I want to be acknowledged by in this society. So I get that. I totally understand that. But there's also casualties in that. Because again, this construct, this this infrastructure that was built and set up was not necessarily for us. And it, and it actually says that in the Constitution, uh, from my understanding. You know, we were not meant to be actual citizens of these United States. So, that's, so we got to deal with that portion of it first. So I understand now you go forward. You go forward and it's like, okay, well, I'm all in. You know, I want to be a part of this uh, social equality and, and things like that. But the problem is, is that has it been, has has it gotten any better? Even though we are still, and you know, we're we're playing the game with the battle of the sex. It has, has it gotten any better? It seems like we actually, there's more of a divide now than it was uh, before this thing really escalated to the point where it's at now. And, and that's my problem. So I think we should just relinquish the idea of of this battle and then get back to once we you what what once we used to, to to deal with and that's the nature knowing knowing about who we are and then the nature of the man and the woman 
So us, you know, because me and we have a totally different nature from from you guys, and you guys have a totally different nature from us. So once we start to really learn about our two natures, right, and how they complement each other, I think the battle of the sexes is 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 over. And you brought up casualties. I want to unpackage that a little bit. When you're saying casualties, give me some examples of what these casualties are. Children would be number one. Children children is number one. When we're talking about the battle of the sexes, uh, there's so much in that, right? And I don't think a lot of us actually, you know, because when when you're in a mindset and you're thinking about, you know, who wins and the, the 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 individualism you know because again you got women versus men and vice versa and, and whatnot so when you think about the winner and when you're thinking about your specific i guess i should get this right is it gender or assigned sex because it's kind of weird how they put that on how they, how they say that now it used to be one thing but now it's something else but yeah anyway, i just you, go with gender and call it a day <laughs> yeah yeah so when you're thinking about that that and that alone and there's children involved and there's generations involved then how do, how do you account for that so to me the the first casualty would be uh well I, I guess i shouldn't say the first casualty but one of the casualties would have would of course be children that's that's the first thing so yep so so that's i'll, I'll stop there so question two because i'm a very competitive person Uh-oh. i'm very competitive but but I'm I'm standing down with 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 this because I, I hear where you're where you're going for for and what you're saying. But my question is, when the battle was established, when this this concept was established, what is the prize? Like I hear people talk about the battle of the sexes all the time, but what exactly is the prize? Because if it's control, females always lose. So that is the question. What is the prize? Yeah. What are we winning? What are we what are we fighting for? That is the whole question. That's exactly what I want to know. It's like what do you actually win? What's at the end of the of the rainbow, so to speak, you know? Um because I, I feel like there's a carrot. You know, you you know you have the the the, the horse and the carrot in front of you. You got you got the carrot mm-hmm. the, the the horse is always trying to get the carrot. That's what I that's what yep. I feel like when I see that all that that kind of conversation going on or that kind of battle going on. There's a carrot dangling in front of you. And the, the course never gets the carrot. So I don't think either side is going to get anything actually from that. And that's why I say I think we should just release that and then start to get into the things that actually benefit us that are in tune with our nature. That's that's the biggest thing, because I think this construct and this 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 ideology that we're all up under is actually very damaging you know, to us because we're, you're, you're talking about two different mindsets, to be totally honest. There's two different mindsets clashing, clashing towards each other. And then we think we think we're making incredible progress right with this. So but 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 let me say this part, because I don't want to I don't want to be beat up later on. (laughs) But but uh, (laughs) but uh, but 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 do I believe in in, in women being exalted to high levels of, um, you know, um, anything that they want to be exalted to? Absolutely in education, aerospace, aeronautics, whatever the case may be. Absolutely, you know, we, we, we need that. But at the same time, that should not be the end all be all that that is the accomplishment. Like I want to be equal in a society with, with men. Or I want the, the same pay in, in society with men, because, again, I never hear anybody talk about the children. I never hear anybody talk about that. And I think there's a I think there's a there's a there's a an idea 
that if I make the more if I make more money then my children are actually secure. Yeah, they might be monetarily secure. But what about the 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 the, the psychology of the of, of the child, you know? What about all the things that a child needs because, you know, the child is is half of both parents, not just one. And we have this we have this claim that we make a lot of time when we say that's my child and not anybody else's child. No, you didn't make it on your own. There's there's no way that that could possibly happen. So you, the child is two halves of, 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 of two parents. So the child needs that stability regardless of who's making more money. Right. So it's a situation where a, they're technically, like you said in the beginning, there is no winner because there's not a prize. So, But here's devil's advocate. Devil's advocate for you, though. So... Like I said, I'm a very competitive person and and not just within sports, but in scholastic uh, settings and everything else. And I know when I was challenged by one of the smart kids in the class, it made me a better student. It made me a better pupil because I didn't want to be second. So isn't there something to say with a type of mindset that causes you to improve, right? Like okay, this person is trying to take my title. This person is trying to be the smart kid, right? Or this person is trying to be better at this than I am. So now I got to step up my game. So if you look at it as a parent and you're like, oh, that person, (laughs) parents don't get awards. I wish we did. But this person is doing all this, that, and the other. I want to be, you know, my kids to have this, that, and the other as well. So I'm going to do whatever it needs. I need to do to make sure my kids get this that and the other you know what i'm saying so it's like a situation of again i'm just playing devil's advocate because I, I hear i hear your, your the wheels turning in your head that you're about to come at me with but competition sometimes can help elevate depending on how it's used you know what I'm yeah yeah to- totally i mean i i i i get it I get it, and in some instances, I wholeheartedly believe that competition is good. You know, I, I was I was about to say for the soul, but I'm gonna retract that. <laughs> but competition is definitely good. <laughs> competition is definitely good. You know, it does bring out you know a spirit in you and and a, and a resilience in you that you probably didn't think that was there. Unfortunately. The divide in our community, I don't think necessarily needs that type of competitiveness between men and women because we have not yet understood who we are in relationship to each other. And there's another component. There's another component to that as well. Let me put it this way. The old saying, United, United we stand, divided we fall, right? So let's just right. say, let's just say in, in your in, in in your terminology because uh, for the listening audience Michelle was uh, uh was it military what, what was it navy um I was in the air force there navy you go. I'm sorry oh that's a cuss word you guys that's right <laughs> we have <laughs> that's a cuss word I forgot about I that I'm fully offended I'm fully offended <laughs> we got competition amongst the branches air force okay now that we got that clear <laughs> got it got it got it got it hey and hey, the navy people that listen to this don't come for me but anyway, but hey, anyway. my dad's retired Navy. No shade. My dad's retired Navy. So gotcha. but I was Air Force. Gotcha, gotcha. But uh but uh you know there's there's this thing called a foreign enemy, right? 
and you have to be fully united. So even though there might be squabbles between the different factions of the military, right? So you got your Navy, you got your Army, you got your Marines, you got your uh, Air Force. It might be, you know, a little competition between the, the, the you know, you guys. However, when there's a foreign enemy that comes in, there's a united front. So that so that right. united front keeps out the foreign enemy because you don't want the enemy to come in and invade your spaces to to take over your your way of life. So that is the part that I don't think a lot of us see. Like if we're all supposed to be, you know, a you know, black. I don't like using people of color, but if we're all supposed to be black, we all have the you know same almost the you know unique experience among each other. Yes, we can have that competition. But when it comes to being a united front, we have to let that idea go. That idea has to actually die. Absolutely. Because we have to, what, what's more important is our community and saving our community and saving our children. So that's where I think the battle of the sexes get out gets out of hand, and we start to show showcase how you know belligerent we can be and and how overbearing that we can be because we're trying to prove our point. There's, there's really no point to be to, to be proven. To be totally honest, because we're really not still a part of the social equality like we think we are. And and that's and, and I'll and I'll end with that. Absolutely. And and just to go a little bit deeper, we in relationship, I see a lot of it, and I've been guilty of it myself, unknowingly, there's a competition about whose trauma is worse. Yes. The black male or the black female. And people have no idea how deep seated that runs in how it impacts relationships. We're too busy. We're so busy comparing our traumas. Who has it worse that we're absolutely not working towards a unity. And it's the, the power of us together will be more than anybody can even imagine if we were able to set down all of these areas of division and focus on one common goal. But like you said, the battle of the sexes and like with that, what I see in my work, just the competition and the battle of traumas and who has it worse has been a reoccurring theme that I see that's also keeping us held back because no one wants to say, yeah, you had it bad. So did I let's work together. So our children and generations behind us won't. So I, I agree. Absolutely. Love it. Love it. Love it. So here's what we're going to do right quick. So I said right quick, I know I'm from the goddamn country anyway. Um, <laughs> Yes, that, gonna, that was so country. <laughs> <laughs> so what we're going to do, we're going to take a, a quick break and then we'll be right back with this discussion. Are you a business looking for more exposure and want to gain more followers or potential customers? If the answer to the question is yes, let us help you by exposing your business or idea to our podcast listening audience. Our professionalism and podcast knowledge along with great sounding audio, will help garner the customers you want for growing your business. Contact me about advertising on my show. The contact information is available in my show notes and on my website at atbpodcast.com. Absolutely nothing. Say it again, y'all. 
to me. And we're back. Uh, this is the All Things Black Podcast. I am your host, Mr. Black Ovation. We are talking about who wins in the battle of the black sexes. And I have a very special guest on the show, and we're discussing that, and that is Miss Michelle. So when we, before the break, we were talking about the importance of unity, coming together, and trying to build with one another. And I think that's actually a very important point that we need to. It's actually it's long overdue, to be totally honest. So, so, so the thing with me is, is that I think there's a lot. Well, there's a dispute about who should run it, right? <laughs> that's that, that that I'm hearing that a lot too. There's a dispute about who should be running things. So. Uh, that's also a little bit problematic in the in the in the battle of the of the black sexes. So, and then what I said earlier is that I think once we begin to settle down and start to understand our natures and make you know have our natures cooperate with each other, you don't have to worry about who's actually in charge because our natures will be right. in charge, right? You don't have to worry about that. Right. But we're too hung up on titles and who should lead the battle and. And X, Y, and Z, and I think it's just very problematic at this point. What would you say? I, oof. so back in my past, I was probably one of those ones. It's like, I got this. I, I don't, I, and I'm, I'm not going to say probably. I was. I was that female who was, I don't need a man to do nothing for me. I'm good. I got this going on. I got that going on. I did it all by myself, yada, yada, yada. So I was that person. So back, you know, if you rewind to this tape about five years, back I was that chick like I don't need a man for nothing and I'm good now as I've grown and I've learned and I've experienced life in different uh, facets it's not about needing a man it's more about everybody has a you know their their energy level like I'm a feminine energy and I need a masculine balance because I don't want to do all that. Like just because I can do it doesn't mean I want to. And because that's the, that's what that energy does. He's going to do it better than me anyway. You know what I'm saying? There's a reason I was so exhausted running that hard, running that long Mm. because it was not my lane. Mm. And my body, my soul was telling me, Michelle, this is not what you're supposed to be doing. But because I was trying to prove a point, right? I'm trying to fulfill my narrative of I don't need, I don't need, I don't need. I got exhausted. Mm. So now it's like, oh, I absolutely do need that. And I have no problem saying it because I don't feel like doing it anymore. (laughs) And that was a learning experience because that was not what my energy source is meant to do. that makes sense that that makes a lot of sense and that's interesting and one of the things i love about it is the vulnerability you know which is which is something that we kind of talked about a little earlier but 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 but, and that's the thing too i I just think that once we relinquish and let go and release a lot of the things that we have been indoctrinated with that we'll see a a different outcome you know because we are we're, we're actually fighting somebody else's idea so the, the idea of the independent whatever is somebody else's idea. You know, we never crafted right. that idea because, you know, when you go back and you look at us, now don't get me wrong, there are some cases, some isolated cases of people being uh, exactly that. But for the most part, black folks, 
we were all about community. We were all about community. And I remember growing up, because I'm, you know, I'm a little bit older guy, but I remember growing up, you couldn't do a damn thing in my in my neighborhood and my neighbors not know it and tell on you. Oh, I got it from my right. neighbors. You know, my neighbors <laughs> cussed me out. <laughs> and then and then they would go and tell, you know, tell my parents, and then they, then I got in trouble with my parents. So we were all about community and somehow we've gotten away from that. Now don't get me wrong, I know the community is in disrepair at this point, but but there's still a lot of power in community. If it wasn't, why, why are there yeah. other ethnicities of people that are doing the community thing? We are the right. only ones that are actually fighting against full on and advocating for full on community. And I'm talking about uh, the kind of community where, yeah, I'm, I'm in your business. If you're doing something inappropriate, I'm in your business. Don't tell me that that's not your business. That's part of our problem. Some some things are our business, and once we can actually cover down and 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 and, and make uh you know that 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 our you know a mindset a mindset of ours, then I think we'll fare a lot better. Because yeah, you got everybody's eyes. I mean, let, let me put it to you like this: You ever been into like a ritzy neighborhood? And right off the gate, you see mm-hmm. you see some of these fences, and on the fence it says neighborhood yep. watch, right? And the minute you go in that neighborhood, somebody is actually meeting you somewhere in that neighborhood to find out who you are. In our neighborhood, you can't even get in there at all. You can't get in there. In our neighborhood, our neighborhood is so open to any and everything. And that is a part of our issue. How do we fix that, though? all of that the the community the lack of community the the crab in the bucket mentality just turning on the news um in where i live um over the weekend we had a murder of a pregnant female due to gang violence we it's so riddled with complexities that when you look at it as community organizing or doing community organizing there's so many areas that we have to focus on. Is is there even, how do you even get started? Yeah, that, and, and that's the tough thing. So there's people that have actually been doing the work for a long period of time. And some of that work has actually been handed down. But the one thing that we don't understand as black people is, is well, I'm not going to say everybody because you, you, you know, you've been in the military, so you probably understand this more than most. But, for a lot of us, we don't understand what warfare is and what warfare looks like. So there's a psychological warfare, there's physical warfare, right? There's different types of warfares, and we we don't when we don't study that or recognize exactly what's going on, and we continue to just mosey around in our daily day uh, activities as though nothing is going on. Then that's that's where the problem lies. We got to get to a place to make people to understand. And and here's the other thing about it too. You know, I did sister Harriet Tubman said that she could free more slaves if they only knew that they were slaves, right? So some of us right. are not going to come out of that condition. But for the ones that do want to come out of that condition, those are the ones that you try to affect. So that that's kind of like the biggest thing. Now, I'm gonna say this and I'm gonna land, I'm gonna let you go ahead and speak, but there, there's a there's an old saying, you know, some people have got some people are gonna come by the word, and then some people are gonna come by a whooping. So some of us are gonna come by our word and try to straighten up our situation. Others have to get whooped. That's that's just the right. that's just the you know the gist of it. But, but what do you think? No, I agree a hundred percent. Especially with the 
the saying from Harriet Tubman about not knowing. I think a lot of people are in these mental construct constructs and this these social norms that have placed us in these areas on purpose, right? You have redlining and everything else where we are set up to be divided because the fear of us united is terrifying. So when you're working against that and even trying to get people educated from within who don't get it, it can be exhausting. So, you know, just co-signing on what you say, you know, find people who are getting it, teach them, and just hopefully everything can continue to grow within that aspect. But from my own experience, from what I'm seeing, it, everybody's still so stuck in what shoes somebody's wearing, what purse they're wearing, and everything, you yeah. know, where, all yeah. this, yeah. and not really looking at what, why these items are being used as a way of controlling what you do. Do you really have the money for that purse? You're carrying a purse, but do you have anything in it? You know what I'm saying? So it's a mindset that has to be talked about. And these conversations like we're having now or what you have on your podcast, what I have over on mine, um, I think these are so important because it offers an avenue of education but it also reaches out into the community who might not be able to get to this information on their own. So I absolutely agree with what you say and education and in reaching out to get people to look at things differently is going to be key to kind of turning this around. 100% agree. But, but, but yeah, I just, I just feel like the, the, the battle of the, the, the sexes, So let me let me let me say this. I, I think it's really about acknowledgement more than anything else. It's really about acknowledgement. Um, in my opinion, I could be totally wrong, but I think it's really about acknowledgement. Who does who does what more than somebody else does that kind of stuff. And right. when you look at it that way, it's always going to be somebody doing 80 20. Instead of looking at the hundred. It's always going to be somebody doing 80 20 when you look at it that way. Well, I do more than X, Y, and Z. I do. I got this. I get, okay, cool. That's that's fine. But it still rounds out to be 100. Regardless. True. You know, and uh, I just think we need to just, you know, find a way to, 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 to kind of back away from that kind of talk. I don't think it's necessary, especially in our plight, with our plight in in our own communities I don't think it's necessary at this point now if you want to talk about that afterwards you know when we get our stuff together and we can come together as a collective if you want to talk about that afterwards okay then we can do that but 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 uh, with that being said one of the things I wholeheartedly want to do is definitely acknowledge like you uh, began at the start of the, the show is acknowledging the contributions of black women that is something that definitely needs to be highlighted I do agree about the acknowledgement piece, you know, that, that, you know, of black women, because again, remember they had the, the, the movie about the hidden figures. So I, I didn't know anything about that until actually the damn movie came out. So I had to go do some more research about these incredible mm-hmm. black women that were hidden away, you know, from the public view because, you know, uh, white male dominant, dominated society didn't want anybody to know that they were using black women to actually get them to a certain 
space mathematically get them in space yeah. right exactly yeah so that so that was crazy so again the contributions of black women have been so so astronomical in the sense of you know the things that they've literally done for the country you know as a whole um black men specifically black families specifically i do 100 acknowledge that and agree with that but i do not think we're in a space now to take that and then browbeat the hell out of your counterpart to say, look, this is what I did. I'm better than you. Because the conversation actually goes nowhere and it doesn't end anything. It's it's actually setting up for other things to occur. For division. Yeah, it's, it's, right. yeah, it's, it's setting it up for other things to actually occur. So now there's this thing about, you know, you know, black men, you know, divesting and going over to other ethnicities of races of women and blah, 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 you know, that kind of stuff. And I, it, I, I want us to come together. That's that's my biggest thing. I want us to come together. Now, if you find a, a black partner, I'd, I'd love that, too. But for the most part, I just think that we need to come together with a sense of of purpose and community to try to resolve the issues that is going on between us. So, you know, with the, with the question being raised, who wins in the battle of the black sexes? You kind of answered it. Nobody. Nobody wins. Kind of not even a thing. But I would love to get a participation trophy for being on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey you, you definitely got a participation trophy. As a matter of fact, <laughs> as a matter of fact, I'm gonna give you some sprinkles. I get some air horns. You gonna give me some sprinkles? And give me solid. Yeah, I'm gonna give you some air horns. Yes. There we go. I feel complete now. You got it. You got it. So, uh, if if anything from this conversation and other conversations that you've heard about this. You know specific topic i mean if you were to leave anything with anybody that in the this in the listening audience what what what, what would it what would it be oh i got a good good thing i want to leave um and it's probably going to be something that sparks a whole another podcast topic but the protection of black women is something i don't see and statistically because that's my field of study the black man is the most threatening individual to a black woman in America. Really? And every time I say that, people get mad at me. I'm like, go check the stats. It's not me. Get mad at the numbers. There has to be more because when you're talking about domestic violence and, and things of that nature, black females are attacked, assaulted and murdered at a higher correlation than any other race. So there has to be more that's done when we talk about when we're talking about protecting the community protecting unity it has to start with a black female and that's just that's my two cents definitely probably a podcast for a whole nother day that is. but there's areas in our own community if we're going to talk about unity we have to start there we have to start with who we are as black females and men and how we interact with one another okay we're not each other's enemies we're a team that, that's that, I agree with that 100% and uh, that is a whole other topic of discussion for another podcast but I'm going to say this though I read a lot and one of the things that I read is the I don't know how familiar you are with it but I read the Final Call newspaper 
Final Call no, newspaper, one of the out. things, yeah, one of the things that's in the Final Call newspaper. There's several articles written about it. But some of the things that are mentioned is is this is that you really can't have a new reality unless you have a new woman. Right? Mm-hmm. That's that's one of the biggest things. So you can't have a new reality until you actually literally have a new woman. Okay. So yes, the protection piece, that kind of stuff, kind of goes right 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 along hand in hand with that. But there's some other things that go along with that as well. So so yeah, that's a, that's another that's another topic though. So you know, might have to get into that one. So yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, we need to feel safe. For us to be who we need to be in our communities, we have to feel safe. And that's, I think, of the ball is dropped in a lot of aspects. Got it, got it. Anything else? No, that's it. I think, uh, I think I said enough. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, yeah, so we're going to leave it there. And you have been listening to the All Things Black podcast. Uh, make sure that you go and you check that out on Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, Google, iHeart. Make sure you check all of that out. You know, subscribe, like, share, comment. Yes, uh, I, I'm not a panhandler, but uh, make sure you donate <laughs> to the show. Uh, so we are signing off do now. It, and do it. Do it. Yeah, we're signing off now. And I want to thank you for actually coming and lending your voice to the to the show. Uh, and, uh, you know, we'll see you next time. Awesome. Thank you.